Amen, amen, and amen. Let us pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we come to you. Father, realizing, recognizing, and understanding, God, that had it not been for you on our side, God, we don't know where we would be. Father, we acknowledge now, God, your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. God, we thank you now, God, for your word, God. And as we continue to go through our reset, God, we pray even now, God, that you would have your way with us. God, as you speak to us so clearly, so keenly, oh God, Father, let us not be in a position where we will be able to deny that you are our source, that you are speaking to us, God. Father, let your word penetrate us. God, let it go into the deep, dark places, God, that we have yet spoken about. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you would have your way with us. God, that you would take my lips, God, and you would do as you've done the prophets of old, oh God, Father, that you would allow the seraphims to touch my lips with hot coal, God, to purify my lips, to be able to preach your word on today. Father, we thank you in advance. God of what your word is going to do. God, it shall not return void, but God, it shall accomplish what you desire. And Father, we thank you for it even now. And it is in Jesus name that we pray. Amen and amen. From the just read scripture of first Peter, the first chapter, uh, the uh, 13th through the 22nd verse, uh, I want to uh, uh, continue in our year's theme. Sometimes there's just a month theme to kind of set the tone for the entire year. That's not what God gave me. God told me that this year, this year is a reset. We are setting the reset button. We are uh, 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 doing a factory reset, if you will. I talked about it on last week. When you do a factory reset of a of, of a technology, a computer, a phone, or something like that, you're basically wiping away every type of customization, every type of configuration that you've set forth and you set it back to how the manufacturer has it uh, originally set forth to function. Well, that's what we are doing on this year. God said it's time for the people of God to go through a reset. It is time for the people of God to understand that there are some things that have been put in place that are not necessarily the way that I intended for things to function. So I am doing a reset of the people. And so as such, with my ear inclined to the Lord, he said to start with the word of God, because the word of God is our manual. Amen. It is how we get our instructions. And so on uh, the second Sunday, we talked about the creating word of God. And we went back into Genesis and talked about how when God spoke, everything came into be. On last week, uh, we talked about the living word of God, the living word of God and how it is active and it is alive today. And so on today, people of God, we are going to talk about the prophetic word of God, the prophetic word of God. So oftentimes you all, we get stuck on, you know, even if, if I were to take an example, we could talk about this pandemic. Uh, last year in March, 
is when folks started talking about shutting schools and working from home and not going to stores and having to wear a mask and, and all of those things. Now, mind you, that's when uh, it became national. But uh, earlier in the year, we started hearing about this virus that was coming out of, of you know, uh, uh, China and things of that nature. But us in our predictive state, this is what we do when it came to March. You know, it, yeah, we probably have to be into maybe about June, you know, the end of the summer, you know, at the very latest, you know, because in our mind, you know, this is something that, you know, everybody will get on the bandwagon. We'll all do what needs to get done, you know, and, and, and it, it'll pass us like swine flu. It'll pass us like SARS. It'll, it'll pass us like those other things that, you know, uh, bird flu. Y'all, y'all remember that? Uh, y'all remember Legionnaire's disease? Y'all, y'all remember that? Those of, those of you all who are old enough, I might be dating myself, but, but there are some things that, you know, we, we started hearing about. You all remember when, um, HIV started really coming on the scene in the eighties, and, and how uh, uh, we started being predictive of who it's going to affect. And and as long as you, you know, weren't, I'm going to say it like this because, you know, this this is his house. And so he, he gave me license here. If you if you weren't a drug addict or if, if you weren't, you know, having unprotected sex in the places you didn't have no business having unprotected sex, come on, Zion, then you would not catch HIV. And so, but then if you knew somebody that had it, you know what you, oh, here come, I think they say it. Mm, you know, and don't let them get close to you and speak and don't let them want to hug. Mm, y'all be like this trying to hug. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, but we were predictive. We said who it was going to affect, how it was going to predict, you know, how we could protect ourselves, things like that. And then here comes the coronavirus that has come in, in proportions that we could have never imagined, but us being the predictive people that we are, you know, ah, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to be like that, you know, give it a few months. Once they get their, their arms wrapped around it, then, you know, we'll be able to go back and do the things that we were doing. Well, I don't know about you, but on my calendar, it says January 24th of 2021. I remember, myself starting to work from home on, uh, March 16th, 2020. And that's the last time I've seen my office. Matter of fact, that's the last time we've been able to worship together in the same, uh, uh place. Uh, you know, we, we become predictive and we do our predictions. Come listen to me. We do our predictions based on our history, the things that we've remembered, the things that we read about. That's how we set forth our prophecy, our foretelling of what's to come based on what it is that we've experienced. Well, how many of you all sat there and said, you sat there by yourself. You're not going to admit to the people that you sat there and tried to give your predictions to. You sat there by yourself saying, and I, I didn't know it was going to be like this. I didn't know it was going to be this long. I didn't know we was going to have to deal with stuff like this. I, I didn't know so many people were going to pass away. What, what happened to this person? You know, we'll even sit there and predict, well, I can kind of understand how it happened to this person because this person was dealing with this. This person was older. This person was this. We'll, we sat there and did that until it started hitting healthy people. Uh-huh. Until it started hitting younger people. And then we're like, what in the world? You know, when, when it might have affected some of us. 
I don't understand. I was only there for two minutes. I don't understand. I stood on the other side of the room. I don't understand. I had a mask on. Because again, we foretell, we try to predict based on what it is of our understanding and what it is of our experience. You all, it is interesting to me how the the different outlets we will go to to try and get to get an understanding of the future. And I'm not just talking about the, the coronavirus. Some of us still look at our horoscope. Some of us still, we see somebody act a certain way. And, what you are? You a Taurus. We don't even say it right. Y'all know what we do. <laughs> you a Taurus. <laughs> oh, okay. See, that makes sense. Because you act like such and such. Yeah, I, I, I spot them all the way. Wait a minute. You a Gemini, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, I see both of them. Yeah, you, that's what we do. That's that's what we do because we like to uh, 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 predict what it is based on our experiences of something. Some of us still look at our horoscope to see what it is that's going to happen and, and plan our day. Some of us still talk to people, you know, with tarot cards. Y'all know that put down the cards and will sit there and try and read your future to you. You know, some of us still go on old wives tales. I had a dream about who about to have a baby. Y'all come on now. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> y'all, y'all know I'm telling the truth. We will sit there and try and predict you all. But can I help you out with something? There is nothing that can predict your life. Other than the word of God, the word of God is prophetic. How can we say that? Well, first of all, we have to understand exactly what it is that prophecy is, because many of us think that prophecy is you going to get a new car. You about to get a house. You about to get a promotion on your job. I don't know about you, but I didn't see the prophets in the word. Always giving folks good news. We always trying to run and chase when we hear that there's a prophet in town. We want to run and chase and see if 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 we can get worried about when, you know, when my boo coming so I can get married because, you know, the clock is ticking. Come on, Zion. We We want somebody to speak to us to give us good news. But if you look back in the word of God, the prophets of old oftentimes showed up on the scene to do uh, uh, three things. They would be forth telling. Forth telling means they're going to tell you what's going on right now. They're going to they're gonna tell you exactly what kind of foolishness you caught up in right now. They're going to tell you about your life right now. Whether it's foolishness, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, they're going to tell you about you right now. That's forth telling. Then... They would be foretelling. If you stay in this, this is what's going to occur. And then they will point people back to God. Yeah, they they will point people back to God and say, but if you do it God's way, 
this is what's going to occur. Let, let, let me give you an example. Uh, uh, oftentimes we, we like to quote Malachi uh, 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 when Malachi three, when we're, we're talking about, you know, um, um, tithing and all of that. If you look at the prophet, the prophet comes to the priest and asks the question that says, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. They're forth telling. They're telling you, you robbing God. Yet, yet you have robbed me. You know, you, you know, you, you robbed me and even this whole nation. And he, he said, and, and you are cursed with a curse. That's, that's foretelling because you've done it this way. You're cursed with a curse. This is what's going to happen if you keep robbing God. Then he says, <laughs> but I'm going to point you back to God. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. That there may be meat in my house and prove me now here with said the Lord of hosts. If I won't open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Listen, the same people who were robbing from God. The prophet said, if you keep robbing from God. You're going to be cursed with a curse. That's the, the, the foretelling you're robbing God. The foretelling you're going to be cursed with a curse. Then pointing them back to God. Saying, but if you do it God's way and do what the word says and bring your tithes into the storehouse, he said, you will see that I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you, all this that you've been robbing, you won't even have room enough to receive what I've got for you if you quit doing it your way. See, I don't, I don't even have to go to notes today because I need for you all to understand this. We keep going to other places to get what the word can tell us. Let, let me give you a practical example. Let's say your washing machine goes out. <laughs> your washing machine is start. Matter of fact, I, point blank. I'll give you an ex, a, a very tangible example. Our, our, our dryer was making this horrendous noise every time you went to dry. It still dried what it needed to do. But it made this ridiculous uh, noise that you can hear all the way out on the sidewalk, that kind of noise. Now, I always call my husband, you know, uh, uh, Tim the Tool Man Taylor because basically he can fix anything. And quite frankly, you can go to Google, <laughs> you know, and, and find pretty much anything that you need to do. But here's the deal. You can't go on uh, 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 the Internet. And go to CNN and start searching saying, I'm trying to see how to, uh, sorry about that. I'm trying to see how it is to fix my uh, 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 dryer. You can't go to CNN to do that. You you can't go to uh, 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 Facebook and start scrolling through and, and, and searching to see if somebody's talking about a dryer. That makes no sense. You got to know what you're searching for and you got to know where to find it. You, you can't just go any place thinking you're going to find it. Let me, let me, let me bring it here. If it was operating manuals that I needed, if I needed to understand how to operate my dishwasher, I wouldn't go out to my car and get the manual for my car to see how to operate my, my dishwasher. I would go to the manual that comes that was created by the manufacturer for the dishwasher to learn how to operate my dishwasher. Y'all get where I'm going here. 
Many of us go to other aspects, go to different places to try and get the answers for our life. Well, guess what? God has already given us a prescription in his word of how to live our lives. The word is forthtelling. It's forthtelling. How do I how can I say that? The wages of sin is death. That's forthtelling. If you're in sin, it's telling you that the wages of sin is death. It's also foretelling, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Did you get that? If you're in sin, foretelling is if you're in sin, your wages is going to be death. And we're not talking about, well, everybody going to die. We're not talking about physical death. We're talking about eternal death. But it's also foretelling, but if you choose eternal life, if you choose the gift of God, which is salvation, then you can have eternal life. It's foretelling. So how does it point us back to God? How do we do this? Repent of your sins and be baptized. That's what points us back to God. The word of God gives us the prescription of our life. How come I don't have this job? How come I don't have this house? How come I'm not married? Seek ye first (laughs) the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things will be added to you. Why is it that I, 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 I just feel so down? I don't like my life. What's going on? If you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. It, it, listen, the word of God is prophetic in and of itself. Everything you need to know about your life is in that word. All you've got to do is pick it up and read it. Maybe you don't understand all of these and thous and and this and that. Guess what? There are other versions of the Bible that you can read that will help your understanding. There are people who God has placed in your life as gifts to the church. That's what the Bible says. that, that, That Christ has given the church apostles prophets, pastors, evangelists, teachers, for what? For, for the, the instruction for the, the unification of the saints. We were placed here to help you to learn the word of God. But can I help you out with something? The word of God is not any less valid because you don't read it. The word of God is not any less uh, uh, effective Because you don't give it, as the old folks say, you don't pay it no mind. The word of God does not go away because you don't accept it. You can't say, yeah, I believe that, you know, I believe in God. You can't say you believe in God and not believe his word because his word is him. That's why the scripture says in John 1, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. 
God the Son became flesh in the form of Jesus. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. The Word of God is prophetic. It is foretelling. It is foretelling. It points us back to God. My brothers and my sisters, please understand this. You don't have to go chasing after all these people, you know, and don't get me wrong. I just heard, you just heard me say that Christ gave the gift of the prophet to the church. But you can't go chasing after every prophet because the one prophet didn't give you the words you wanted to hear. Yeah, I said it. You you can't go chasing after every prophet till you hear what you want to hear. You've got to trust the word of God in your life. And that prophet should then confirm what God has already told you through your reading of the word. Isn't that what our scripture said today in second Peter that no prophet is speaking of themselves, but they are speaking the word of God. Well, if they're speaking the word of God, why can you not open up the word of God for yourself? I'm not here to get likes. I'm not here to, to get pats on the back. I'm not here to get texts and messages that say way to go. I'm not here to get any of that. I'm here to help you understand that the word of God is life to you. And that any prophet that speaks a word of prophecy to you should be confirming what the word of God has already spoken to you. So get in your word. Your word is prophecy unto you. It is forth telling. It will tell you of your right now. It is foretelling. It will tell you of your future and it will point you back to God. Amen and amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. Father, we, uh, we acknowledge and we understand that we are sitting in a world of so much calamity right now. But Father, we also acknowledge that your word is exactly what it is that it said that it would be to us. Now, Father, we pray, God, that we would uh, 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 aspire to know your word. We would aspire to read of your word on our own. God, that we would want to, uh, 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 we, we wouldn't want somebody else to come and tell us what it is that your word can tell us. God, I pray even now, God, that you would open up our understanding, open up our hunger for the word of God. So much so, God, so much so, God, that nobody can tell us something that is adverse to your word and we just accept it as that's the way it's going to be. Because we will be so uh, intimately connected to you and so intimately connected to your word that nobody can come and speak anything over us that your word has not already confirmed to us. So, Father, I pray even now, God, for those that are on uh, Zoom, those that are uh, on Facebook, 
God, those that are on YouTube, those that are just joining us on social media, wherever that might be, our website, wherever. God, I pray even now. God, that we would desire to have an intimate relationship with your word. And God, that we would allow it to speak to us honestly about our present. God, that it would let us know about our future if we continue in the path we're going, whether it be good or whether it be bad. And God, that we will continue to let your word point us back to God. Father, we thank you for it. We honor you for it. We trust you for it. We expect it from you. And it is in Jesus name that we pray. Amen and amen. Listen, if you're here on today and if you say, listen, all that sounded wonderful. All of that sounded great. But I don't know 